When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Ooh, welcome back to the 3-0 Take, presented by Sea Geek. This is episode 390. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. Hey. We'll get into the baseball hey. real quick. We'll get into baseball real quick because I know, like, you know, one week left, lot, lots at stake here. But before we get into that, and I don't know how you would have heard this because nobody was talking about it. Did you see that Taylor Swift was at a Chiefs game yesterday? I, I did not. I've, I've been scrolling through all different types of social media, and I haven't seen a single thing about it. It's kind of Not bizarre, you know, thing. somebody like of her celebrity status, you thought you would have thought that it would have been talked about a l- just a tad more, you know? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Just Very flying strange. under the radar. Very strange. Who'd have thunk? Very strange. Unbelievable. Taylor Unbelievable. Swift. Unbelievable. Travis Kelsey. If there was a major league player, if they were to link up with Taylor Swift... Yeah. Who do you think it would be to make equal or greater waves in the sports and pop culture world? It would have to be Aaron Judge, I think. But I think he's married. So are we like, do we have to find a single? No, just. Just like of that caliber. Just pretend like we don't remember who's married and who's not in the baseball world and just go based off that. Mike Trout. Well, too we boring. we know Aaron Judge is married now, so that's yeah. We've we've we spoiled that one. Yeah. Who else could we go with? Uh, Mookie wouldn't work, right? Uh, I I knew I already know that Mookie's married. Yeah. Tatis maybe. Because Tatis is kind of like they're both like just all about show all about the flash yeah i mean i was i this would be the most bizarre couple in well i can't know there have been some bizarre celebrity couples i can't even say that but one of the more bizarre celebrity couples will be taylor swift and ronald acuna jr but now that i'm saying that (laughs) he just got married like within yeah. The last six months. I don't, I can't think of. Who's the, um, what's that Disney chick that's well, married Vanessa to Hudgens, Tucker? Yeah. Vanessa Hudgens. I was literally just about to say, I mean, yeah. baseball has a strange history of some less than. I mean, you talented. have Kate, Kate Upton and Justin Verlander that are like. Yeah, that's a strong there one. Up there as far as stardom. That's a strong but one. It's like, I mean, it's hard to compare. Taylor Swift is like. That they were saying, about, I say they because it's freaking everywhere. But somebody was saying that it was like she's the most popular person on the planet right now, without a doubt. Yeah, like more pop, like above, like the other person was like, "What about like Obama or Oprah?" And I'm like, I I think she's more popular than them now. I think she's reached that point. I hear about Taylor Swift at least 27 times a day. I hear mm. about Oprah maybe once every month. other month. Yeah. If that. I will say um, I, it's impressive what, because I've been, I like the, the, the New Heights podcast with the Kelsey brothers. They do a good job. And honestly, Jason Kelsey is like, I think he's hilarious. 
uh travis kelsey's like i don't know he's he's cool but jason kelsey's definitely cooler but anyway the he's like he's been working for this he's been working for it he said he like gave her like wanted to give her a bracelet with his phone number or something like a couple months ago and it's just been like slowly him just putting things out there like publicly and somehow pulled this off i mean it's impressive I'm trying to think of what having Taylor Swift at a postseason game would do for baseball. So now I've kind of narrowed my scope in terms of people that maybe we could get her with. Like, forget this Only Kelsey contenders. business. Only contenders. <laughs> like. What about like a Corey Seager or something? Just filling up. I'm surprised at how Arlington. many players I know that are married. Like, I know he's married. Yeah contenders nathaniel lowe has a mustache you know if we're just going off of that not a bad (laughs) hey maybe that's her thing maybe that's her thing well yeah all that to say we need to we need to ditch this uh kelsey situation and get get swifty to october baseball not because I care, not that I necessarily <laughs> want her there, care. but you know, just more more eyeballs. Because you, I don't know if you saw, but like all of these self-proclaimed Swifties that don't understand football, there's like a mass movement now to educate Swifties on how football works, so that yeah, as they like get their constant Taylor Swift propaganda, their That's steady true. stream, they can understand football yeah. because she's presumably going to be a part of it for the football doesn't need more fans foreseeable future oh she's one of them's gonna mess this up she makes too much money off of breakup albums there's no way this is she's already writing her next breakup (laughs) album what rhymes with mustache (laughs) she'll be maybe she'll make her way over to major league baseball sometime soon anyway what's your uh what are you buying today what are you selling I am buying Clayton Kershaw, and you're like, whoa, that's such an easy buy because he's a Hall of Famer. No, that's not what I'm buying. Last night, Sunday Night Baseball, got the interviews rolling. I don't know if you saw, there's this little bunt play up the line. Lance Lynn hustling up the line, makes the bunt catch in the air, little bloop bunt. And Carl Ravage goes, whoa, see, pitchers are athletes. And Clayton Kershaw goes, I wouldn't say that. Let's go. Finally, finally, we have a pitcher that admits that pitchers are not athletes. Thank you. Thank you so much. And that's not coming from the mouth of some scrub. No, that's coming from a freaking goat. So... Credible source. It's about time. We've been waiting for this moment for a long time. I've never heard a, a pitcher say this before, so I'm very happy about it. I'm glad you're starting this week off with a buy. I am it's not. Rare, right? I am selling. And what am I selling? You ask. Uh, I am selling non-contending teams being talked about at this point in the season. And I'm not talking, and I say that, and I know a lot of people are going, well, you, on this very podcast, you've talked about Team X or Team Y, and they've been out of the race for a week. That's not what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about the Yankees necessarily who were mathematically eliminated this weekend. I'm not even talking about... um, like the Red Sox or Padres or team like that, who like kind of were floating around there for a while. I'm talking about teams that have been out of the picture for weeks, even months. Like I'm seeing articles pop up on, on a variety of websites that I just peruse from time to time just to get some, some notes and info. And I'm seeing articles being written about out off season outlook for the Rockies or, Here's what the White Sox need to do to return to action. I don't care. And I guarantee you fans of those teams don't care either because most likely this season has just been hell for those fans. And the second that, that they were out of the picture, they probably jumped ship and they're already looking for it. Or now they're fully immersed in football. Or if that's not their thing, they're looking ahead to basketball or 
rugby or badminton or cornhole, whatever they're into. What's wild is that the two cities you just selected, though, if you're a White Sox fan and you're a Bears fan. And you're a Bears fan. Like, or a, we might need to check on those people and or Rockies slash Broncos, Broncos fans. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe football is not the best example there. Yeah. But you get my point. They don't care. Like, who's reading these articles? And it's, well, it is kind of a knock on the people that write the articles because have a little more awareness. Why are we writing articles about that? And for people that say, well, I don't have a team in the race. Like, I want to read about some other teams. Who like we literally wait all year for the postseason. So like even if your team's not in it, okay, it sucks, but like don't then channel some sort of hatred for the coverage, the dare I say excessive coverage that the teams that are still in the picture are getting because they're the ones that are still in the picture and they're the ones deserving of the coverage. Right. So like I don't need to read these articles about the White Sox and Rockies. So enough with that. Enough with that. I don't need it. You don't need it. The people listening to this don't need it. Um, Is this the last? No. Next week, we'll have a one last weekend series recap. Yeah. Correct? Because season is Sunday. The last one. I may or may not even do it because at that point. I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters. Nobody cares. So this about could be how, the last. Nobody cares about how the Angels rounded out the season. Nobody cares. But with that said, we're gonna we're gonna do it today. Could be the last one. I don't know. Time will tell. Uh, Blue Jays over the Rays. Didn't Slug add a fest. note to that for some reason. I don't know why. I skipped right to the next series because <laughs> I was pulling my notes together. So slugfest yesterday though, just balls getting launched. Blue Jays look like they're kind of waking up. There there have been a couple teams as of late, which we'll get into, that have seemingly uh, yeah. woken up a little bit. The D-backs over the Yankees. Saturday had a rain out, so they're going to finish their series today. They may even be getting uh, ready. Ten minutes, I think, yeah. Yeah, getting ready for game three of that series. Uh, Yankees, as I mentioned, were eliminated from, the post- from postseason contention uh, over the weekend, so... Any last words, Nate? Or you know what? Let's 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 look ahead. Let's have a little bit of a, a moment of yeah, moment of positivity. Do you have any words of encouragement heading into the off season for maybe other Yankees fans or just vibes you want to get out there for the Yankees organization? Um, Judge's comments yesterday got me got me excited to the fact that and he I know he's checking all the boxes of like the prototypical it's a failure blah 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 like yes we get that quote all the time but it's the him being involved in potential changes and being involved in some decisions and like having his say and the last captain being Jeter it's like he never really said stuff like that it was always like you know i do my job they do theirs to be fair he had a much more successful front office so it's a little bit of a difference there but like i i just liked that judge was like yeah i got some ideas and you know we're gonna get to work so that part to me sounds exciting but like i I feel like all of us are pretty numb to this point there's just uh, I, I'm not going to be surprised if nothing changes and everything's just copy and paste for next year. Has anybody checked on Aaron Boone? Have they turned the off switch on him or is he still telling reporters that it's right in front of them? <laughs> yeah. That the I postseason did just chances see, are right in front of them. I just saw one uh, that comes back uh, like 18 minutes ago. It says Yankee manager says he hasn't been told if he's coming back next year. Has so. he been told that they've been eliminated? That's that's ultimately <laughs> I what I need to know still right now. Still right in front of us. He's still going to get still, tossed today. Still right in front of us. <laughs> Try to fire up the boys for a big, a late postseason run, even though they're mathematically eliminated. Love that. Um, where are we at here? Braves take three or four from the Nationals. Ronald Cunha Jr. reaches 40 home runs over the weekend. And for those wondering, they go, Kyle, why didn't you put out a post to mark the the entering of the 40 60 40 60 club soon to be 47 club well i was at a rehearsal dinner 
when I got Nate's text, which I think was like 15 minutes late, by the way. You sent it, and it didn't show up to my phone. It was like 15 minutes ago. Mm. And you're like, yo, he got he hit 40. And I'm like, well, would love to send a post out, but it probably won't make it out till like next Tuesday at this rate with the... Right. Right. The reception that I have. So Well, it's gonna be outdated with the two more what, two more swipes? Two and more he's got swipes, 70. Yeah. Still at sixty-eight. So uh he was able to notch number forty this weekend. Braves um tally their second consecutive hundred win season, hundred plus win season, first time since two thousand two and two thousand three. Uh White Sox over the Red Sox. White Sox get the rain shortened win on Sunday, ending their streak of 12 straight series losses. Eesh. Orioles and the Guardians split a four-game series. Uh, Orioles' magic number is down to three. We were talking about it before we hopped on. Uh, I was a little nervous. I was a little nervous heading into this past weekend about our chances of seeing an ALDS, but I think at this point, I don't want to jinx anything here, but I feel a lot better feel a lot better yeah i feel a lot better and i think the we'll get into stuff but i think the the rays and blue jays face each other again don't they or the mariners face one of those two there's i think there's two or two or three of those teams below the orioles they're gonna beat up on each other a little bit i don't know what the rest of the orioles look like but rest of the schedule looks like but i think they i mean they hold tiebreakers they're they're looking okay i think we're I think we're safe. So two games for us, Saturday and Sunday. Saturday and Sunday. So if you're in town, hit us up. We'll be there. Uh, Marlins over the Brewers. Marlins are just one game back from the final wild card spot. Brewers' magic number for the division is one. Uh, Pirates over the Reds. The Reds are two and a half games back from a final wild card spot. Twins over the Angels. Which, by the way, not to skate past this, the Pirates and the Reds. Did you did you see the note from this weekend with the Pirates? Was it they were down nine? I think they were down nine nothing. Yeah, I did see that, and I believe it was their largest comeback in franchise history. Yeah, or back to some date I can't remember what, but I, I yeah. think it may have been franchise history. And I think didn't Brian Reynolds chirp again? That guy. That guy has comments. A, a lot of comments for was it, but was that in response to? I don't know if that was in response to this series. Wasn't that was in it the last one? I don't because know. I'm, I I'm think, not just. I'm not surprised by Brian Reynolds. Just talks. No one yeah, else talks, but he does. Yeah, because was it? I think it was the Cubs. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. It was the Cubs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because apparently somebody... Oh, you're right. It was David Ross. I think David mm-hmm. Ross indicated that the Pirates like weren't a good team or something. And then I, I think it was from the Pirates' Twitter account. It, I think they put out a tweet, and it was like, well, if we're... We may not be a good team, but after beating you, what does that make you? Or something like mm-hmm. that. I'm like, all right, yeah. Pirates' Twitter. Chill. All right. Chill. I, I see you. Did you uh, been seen. Did we see the last of Joey Votto in the home whites in Cincy? I'm saying gut reaction, yes. Yeah, I think so too. It looked he looked pretty emotional. Yeah, and he did. He was talking about how he appreciated the moment and the fans, and how mm-hmm. he said they're gonna. F- I mean, at this point, it's it's looking not great for the Reds. But yeah. he was talking about they had a, they were doing his his uh, interview on field after the game and he was like, well, you know, we're going to fight to the very end. we got five games left. Just hang in there with us. So I don't know. I mean, I, I think you should be able to separate his, his thoughts about possibly retiring and his thoughts about a postseason run. But when they start getting intermingled mm-hmm. like that, you're like, ah, oh, I think maybe he's starting to see the writing on the wall and right. he's, he's seeing that his, uh, journey may be coming to an end but you know Votto is a character he he could very well surprise us and yeah come back for one more year I just think it's odd because I feel like that that would be a guy do you think that'd be a guy that would be deserving of uh somewhat of a mild farewell tour around the league yeah something mild 
I mean, I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer. No, I mean nothing like Miggy or or Pujols or anything like that. Certainly, but yeah, I think he. I and I and that's why I think he he got what he needed. Like he got what he needed out of Cincy fans. He had a great year. Like the the ball club had a great year. Like yeah, even if they fall short, like I think this is a good way to go out. Um. I I just I feel like you got to start recognizing the fact that like your your team has a bright future and you're doing everything you can just to lace them up every day, you know? And like you're surrounded by this young talent that you almost seem like you're holding them down a little bit. No offense to him, but it does feel that way at times. So I'd like to see him go Come yeah. back, throw out the first pitch, watch this team maybe go on a postseason run next year. Yeah, but playing devils, I mean, I agree with you, but playing devil's advocate here a little bit, I think I think a guy like Joey Votto has earned the right to go out on his own terms, like when he wants to. And if that means being like overly selfish and Yeah. And sticking it out another year, like so be it. But I mean, I think Mixed with going out on your own terms, you have to have a little bit of awareness too and be like, okay, well, ideally I would like to maybe go one more year, but yeah, maybe I anybody. don't for the for the betterment of the, the old ball club. But yeah, we'll see. We shall see. Uh twins over the Angels, twins clinch the central over the weekend. Royals sweep the Astros. The Astros are two and seven in their last nine games against the Royals and A's. Uh Cubs sweep the Rockies. Cubs hold currently hold the third wild card spot. Currently a half game, um, uh, are behind. Excuse me of the D backs for the second uh, wild card spot. I think they've played a game less, haven't they? Is that the they have like the same win percentage, but they've played a less I one less game. Leafs? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I don't know. We'll, we'll get It'll into be outdated the, later today. So whatever. Yeah, we'll get into the the weeds of it. Rangers sweep the Mariners. Rangers are back in sole possession of first place in the West. They're currently up two and a half games. Uh, Tigers and the Athletics split a four-game series. Padres over the Cardinals. Padres took an eight-game winning streak into Saturday before dropping an extra inning contest. I think that went 11. Did you have Tatis catch yesterday? I did. Their gold glove? I mean, I mean whether or not he wins one this year, if he will, if, if he sticks around, he is more than capable of, yeah, of hauling that in more than one. I think we could say. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I mean, I am, but I'm also not because, regardless how people feel about him, the guy's an athlete. Yeah, and, first I'm I mean, just I'm just raw, impressed that like that's such a gut punch to be like you you go from superstar shortstop to going to play in a position you never played before yeah so it's like i'm impressed that he's been able to be like this productive yeah um the i saw a note over the weekend uh it it was mentioning the fact that the padres are now zero and 12 in extra inning games this year and said that if they would have went six and six in extra inning games instead of just going over yeah that they would have Somebody would have to double check me on this, but they would have sole possession of like one of the wild card spots. And that's oh, only boy. going six and six in those right. games. Like nothing, nothing crazy or anything. Yeah. You would simply have to play 500 ball in extra inning games this year. And you'd be in the, you'd be in, in the postseason. Should it have any today? Insane. Um, Phillies and or excuse me, Phillies sweep the Mets in four games. Phillies magic number is one. They have won five straight, eight and two in their last ten, and they are five games up, holding down the top spot. Perfect for us. Perfect for us. Dodgers take three or four from the Giants, kind of rounding out the weekend and with Sunday night baseball. Uh, Giants have lost eight of ten to end their road trip. They were outscored sixty. To 33 they've lost 28 of 34 road games since july 19th can we say goodbye um, to them bye gabe yeah. kapler yep they're now a, a team that many people wrote off 
weeks ago, the Padres, they're in the same position as the Padres right now, five games back in the wild card race. So see ya. See ya. And the thing about the Padres too is like even with the run that they went on, they had to win eight straight to make it to the point where they're five right. games back. So yeah. like it would have been wild to see them even like win out for the remainder of the season to continue that streak. But even yeah. then, I don't even know yeah, if I think that would have been enough. It um it was like creeping into that that oh seven Rockies. Right. Yeah. Where they that, won like nineteen out of twenty one or something like that. Insane. That kind of stretch. Yeah. Insane. And I mean, if that's any indication on the toll it takes on your team, look at how look at what happened in October for the Rockies. Yeah. Late October. So I don't know if it even if they would have won out, I don't know if they would have been in a good position. Uh so that's the weekend rundown. Looking at what we know. With one week to go in the regular season. Um, the Braves, the Dodgers, and the Twins have all clinched their divisions. The O's, the Rays, and the Brewers have clinched. Uh, no, I'm yeah, O's, Rays, and Brewers have clinched postseason bursts. Um, as it stands right now, the O's lead the Rays in the East by two and a half games. The winner will be the number one AL seed while the runner-up will take the top wild card spot. So that would then or no, I'm sorry, we'll get into matchups. I got that. I got some notes here. The Rangers, as I mentioned, two and a half games up over the Astros in the West. And they have a three-game lead over the Mariners. Regarding the West, the remaining schedules that we have, you kind of touched on this a little bit. The Rangers have three games against the Angels and four against the Mariners. The Astros have three games against the Mariners and three games against the D-backs. And the Mariners have three games versus the Astros and four games against the Rangers. Goodness, dude. (laughs) The AL West. Buckle up. So who... Whoever put that schedule together, I know you had no idea that it was going to end well up done, this way, though. but <laughs> well done on on making that work. Here's what's crazy is that the Astros, I mean, it's nuts to say they could miss out on the postseason. They really could. Mariners are only half game back from that last spot. Astros really just yeah. Okay. Is there a well, here, worse term than choking? Here, I was. Um, I don't know. They just well. First of all, they just haven't played well on the road. I think I saw something today that said that this will be their first losing record. Or no, I'm sorry, not on the road. At home, this will be their first mm-hmm. losing season at home. Currently, thirty nine like, and forty two at home. Yeah, since like 2000 and some odd year. I can't remember. What is that about? I have no idea. Usually, I've, I've, well, I mean, the, the statistic proves it. I've always thought, at least in recent memory, of Houston as being a rather difficult place to play, not just in October, yeah. but just throughout the year. Like they, the fans show out. I'll give them that. There's 17 um, games over 500 on the road. Yeah, I don't know what the what those splits are about. Um but they are well, I mean I I guess you could say that's beneficial for them because they're on the road the rest of the way out. 3 in Seattle, 3 yeah. in in uh Arizona. Are you a little proud of the Rangers? I'm a little proud of the Rangers. Yeah, you know what? Like, we get on teams all the time about needing to figure it out, and a lot of times they'll just fizzle out of the conversation, and then they're never to be heard of from again, yeah. or heard from again. But, I mean, good for the ra- good on the Five Rangers straight. for right in the ship, man. Yeah. Right in the ship. Five straight. Um, when you look and at look- their home road splits, like, those are pretty, like... 500 on the road, I think is, is acceptable. Yeah. 
19 over. I mean, that's 50 home wins. Like, that's a good year. If you're winning 50, 50 games at home, that's what you're wanting. And look, I think if you're a, a baseball fan that still has some feelings one way or another towards the Astros, I think this is kind of what you want. Like, you want the Rangers in there, You at least out of the division. I can't speak for, like, the rest of the league, but... Yeah. Out of that division, if you're just looking at the postseason picture, I think you're wanting the Rangers in there, and I think you're wanting the Mariners to give the the Astros a run for their money here down yeah. the stretch. And again, if if you still have some negative feelings towards the Astros, I mean, what better way for them to get bounced and to get some, you know, get some, I don't want to say fresh blood in there, but like, Get some get some new faces in there. Get get Texas back in there because mm-hmm. they were part of the national conversation for the first half of the season. And I think yeah. people were on board with that. You know, like, all right, like this is this is all right. We can we can do this. And then the Mariners. Everybody. We, I everybody's how born. do you not yeah. I mean, how do you not love the Mariners? Um I think there was one point in this season down like maybe the last quarter or so of the season where i think were you kind of out did you think they didn't have enough steam the mariners uh, i don't know i don't i don't know if i fully committed to that i feel like i may have recalled yeah i mean to to be fair it wasn't like i don't think yeah, you were fully like committed doubling to anything, down on something but any such take uh, i you were th- i mean this series th- starts on- today by the way that Astros uh, Mariner series starts today. So, and there's not a whole lot of ball games on today, I think. So, well, here's the thing you may have not committed to the Mariners being fully out of the picture, but you, along with me and a lot of other people, recognize that this is that time of year for the Astros where they turn it on. And I don't know what it is, man, but these 100 lost teams are proven to be quite the roadblock for the Houston Astros and have put them in a rather precarious situation with one week to go. And you just know that the Mariners are licking the chops, knowing that they're they're within striking distance here. Because if Um, they would have just handled their business against the Royals and the Athletics, the Mariners not in a great spot. And didn't I see something that the Mariners have been dominating the Astros this year? That matchup is not close. Yeah, they uh they're eight and two against the Astros. Yeah. This year. So it's like a little bit of a revenge tour thing going on. And I know everyone talks about like, yeah, they got swept in the postseason, but like they played each other well. Those weren't that wasn't an ugly sweep. How many does that one game go? What? Wasn't that? Wasn't that like the scoreless game or it was like a low scoring? Do you know what I'm talking about? What are you talking about? The in the playoffs last year. What about it? Between these two teams. There it was the, was it the game that got bounced? Was it the final game of the series last year? Your Don hit a walk off, didn't he? No, it was in I thought it I thought the I thought it was in Seattle. Cause that would have been a that would have been the the DS no. I I don't know. It was the 18th inning. That's right. Yes, Jeremy Pena, the solo home run in the 18th. That's, That's how right. they went home. I believe that was in that Seattle. ended the series. Oh. Yeah, that was in Seattle. Hmm. So in that in terms of that matchup, you got the Astros looking to right the ship against the Mariners after the way this year's gone between those two. But then kind of zooming out a little bit, looking even more big picture, you've got the Mariners wanting to right the ship for the way last season ended for them at the hands of the Astros. So this is gonna be a good one. This and it's is gonna not, be a good one. And it's one. not like the, the Astros have a breeze after this this series either. You know, the Diamondbacks, I don't know their matchup on the year against each other. I don't know if they played each other at all. 
But it's not like the Diamondbacks are going to lay down. You know, they're fighting for their own spot. So, I don't know, dude. What if if the Astros get bounced? I would would love to see it. I'm fully on board. That's just a that's a tall ask of the Mariners who are on the outside looking in right now, in the West. Fully three on against board. the Astros. Although we just said we just got done saying like they had they've held their own against the Astros more sure than half. Sure have. Then you got four against the Rangers, but that's at home too. So right. Man. I mean, if you can take two out of three against the against the Astros split with the Rangers and just hope that the Diamondbacks take two out of three against the Astros. Bye-bye Astros. Yeah, that would be the difference. That's all you got to do if you're, if you're the Mariners, because they're a half game back. Wow. Got to win this series and just got to split like minimum split against the Rangers. I don't think that's that tall of an ask. Do well, we know the pitching matchups? Uh, Let me let's see. see here. Today? Verlander Castillo? Oh, boy. <laughs> Who wrote this script? Oh, boy. That's today. Verlander Castillo. Then tomorrow you've got Christian Javier versus George Kirby. And then you got Framber Valdez versus Bryce Miller. Come on. Who wrote this script? Come on now. Oh, boy. Buckle up. What a week. Must watch baseball right there. My goodness. And in Seattle, please. And I'm not kidding. There's four games today. There should have been three, but the D backs Yankees got pushed. There's only four games today, baby. Like, if you're no a baseball excuse. fan, there's nothing else to watch. Absolutely nothing else to watch. Rangers, Angels. I mean, come on. And Pods and Giants, who cares? Everybody's got to tune into this game. I'm about it. Um, looking at possible AL matchups if the season ended today, or what the matchups would be if the season ended today, Right now, you would have first-round buys for the Orioles and the Rangers. But as we just got done talking about, there's way too much up in the air mm-hmm. in the West to to chalk that up. But if you were curious what it looks like as of today, first-round buys with the Orioles and Rangers. Wild card series number one would be between the fifth-seeded Blue Jays and the fourth-seeded Rays. It's a little AL East matchup there. And then you would have... The six-seeded Astros versus the third-seeded Twins, which I will never, Mm-mm. I will never understand. Yeah, they've got they've. There's got to be a way to fix that. And I it's, don't love it. It's purely the central divisions in both leagues that are yeah. messing everything up. Like there yep. should be no reason that the Twins. Like, come well, on, I mean, man. I don't know. Then you get into the the nonsense that the NBA does, where it's just straight up seeding and divisions don't even matter. I don't want that. Yeah, but do you want the Minnesota Twins hosting the Astros? No, I don't want the Twins anywhere near October. That's but here we are, even better. What a joke, man. And they were talking today on MLB Network. I think it was, I want to say it was J.P. Morosi. He's like, well, you know, I think the Minnesota Twins are being slept on a little too hard. Don't be surprised if the Twins, I'm like, shut up, dude. What is it, 18 18 straight losses in October now? What gives you any reason? He's like, well, the pitching is better than it's ever been. Don't, Don't count out the Twins just yet. I said, I counted out the Twins back in March. Yeah. JP Morosi. Yeah. Come haven't on. had a dub, haven't had a postseason dub since what, 04? Pro, yeah. 
Solid. Solid. What a joke. If there was like the Minnesota Twins would be probably like one of three teams that I would just relegate out of the league, send them to like the minors. I agree. If I could. I agree. I haven't, I haven't watched the Twins game in months. The, that's what I, I, I just, I, I don't, I, I understand because it's a structure and you, you just have to adhere to the structure. But we just the, need to reshape the divisions. That's all it it's, is. Yeah. Real yeah. But the reality is with that note that I mentioned about the Astros, two and seven in their last nine uh, against either against teams named either the Kansas City Royals or Oakland A's, even with that scuffle, that slide that they've had, they're still two games up on the Twins. And they're they're barely hanging on, yeah. Right. They're fighting for their division lives, and the Twins are just taking a, a cupcake walk around Candyland, nine and a half up on the Guardians in the Central. Haven't had to play a meaningful baseball game in weeks. <laughs> the entire AL Central is just horrendous. What a joke. All right, so looking back at our trip real quick. So if... If the O's hosted ALDS, they would be getting the winner of the Blue Jays raise, correct? Say that one more time. For the ALDS. Mm-hmm. Assuming the A's get or the O's get that. Yeah. They would get the winner of the Jays Rays series, correct? Or no, they would get the Yeah. Yeah, because you're guaranteed to play a wild card team, whereas the other one, like you Correct. could be yeah. playing the other division winner. Division. So I don't yeah. think that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So they would get, ooh, I'm about that. Give me the Rays or the Jays. Yeah. The AL East In matchups Canada? are lining up nicely for like the postseason. Uh, the National League. Let's, let's, uh, let's shift gears here. The National League. If the, Postseason started today. You're looking at first round buys for the Braves and the Dodgers. And the wild card series, if they started today, would be the D backs, the fifth seeded D backs versus the fourth seeded Phillies. Phillies would be hosting that. And then and hosting the, us. And hosting us, should it make it to a game three. Which, you know, I like our odds. With the feisty D back squad, I, I do too. I, I feel good about that. Yeah, because we needed, for those unaware, I'm getting in on Wednesday, but it's too late. So we need a game three for the wild card series for the Phillies. So we need, in this position, the Diamondbacks to at least take one of those games, which I feel better about, oddly enough, than as much as I'd love to see the Cubs. Yeah. I think I feel better about the Diamondbacks getting a dub. Yeah, right? I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. We're in the same place there. And then the other wild card matchup would be the six seeded Cubs versus the third seeded division winning Brewers. Marlins and Reds knocking on the door still. Still in the hunt. What do the Marlins have? Well, left? sorry, I, I got ahead of myself. I said division winning Brewers. They haven't technically. Uh, one magic number is one, right? Yeah, I think yeah. with a a loss or a win from the Cubs or their win or Cubs loss, they're in. So I think that's all but locked up. Um, Marlins get the Mets. Yeah, what do we have for Romanian schedule here? What do you got going on over there, man? Oh, just that roof work that. Uh, no one wants to fill anybody in about. They just show up in the middle of the day and start hammering on the roof, you know? That'd be a little outrageous to just be going oh, I, about your day and then you hear people on your roof. Yeah, I'd like to yell. I sure would. All Marlins right. have the Mets and the Pirates 
and they're one game out. I don't know, man. I don't know. D backs have. Oh, yeah. They got today's against the Yankees. And they got three against, as we mentioned, the Astros and three against the White Sox. Who the Cubbies have? That's who I'm a little nervous for, I think. Cubs Cubbies have, have three. Braves and the Brewers. Oh, Ooh. no. I think the Cubs are in trouble. Say what you will about the Brewers, but I'd much rather be playing the freaking Mets than the yeah. Brewers. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's tough. Who else? Are we, are we missing anybody else there? The Reds. The, the Reds, Reds yeah, are going Reds on. Are, Reds are all but out of it. Reds got the Cardinals, three against the Cardinals, and two against the Guardians. If they really, went out, I mean... Oh, that, this is this is interesting. The 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 Marlins, not that it really matters for the Phillies' sake, but the Marlins and the Phillies are swapping opponents because the Phillies also have three against the Mets and three against the, the Pirates, so they're just flip flopping. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude, that's not that's 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 a tough break if you're the Cubs. Yeah, it's not how you want your season to end schedule wise, but. Shipping up for good baseball, at least. I mean, vibes were high in, in Miami this weekend. I don't know if you caught any of those highlights, but... Hey, uh, there. it's looking like I might be the one eating crow. Because, well, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't like, poo-pooing on the Marlins, but I remember when I was like, it's a little bold to be coming up with what, like, yeah. Yeah. a wild card push line of thing. merch. Yeah. Yeah, or I guess it was just a t-shirt, but I'm like, that's I can get behind it. I'm all for it. Like get the get the vibes up there. But I'm like, that that could come back to bite you. But they are playing they're playing well. And they are I mean, they are right there in the thick of it. And what did we say? What we did should they have, have left? Should probably mention how is likely not a part of this ride at all, right? Yeah, he tried to he tried to come back and give it another go, but He's been shut down. Um, that sucks. Which, like, yeah, it does, but you're not. They're only here because of him, though. They're not in this position without what he's been doing. Like, he's been a yeah, horse for three years. Sure, sure. But are you saying, like, big picture? Are you saying, yeah, like, big specifically picture. this year? Yeah, big picture overall. Like, they're not in this position of, uh, like, anything. They're not in this position of, of moving Pablo Lopez, you know what I mean? Like they're not, they're not making moves like that without what he's been doing the last few years. I think it was how many he's over 600 innings the last three years, right? That's nuts. Sounds right. That's big dog stuff. That's that's true. That's had, true ace horse type stuff. Yeah, two hundred and five and two thirds and twenty one. Two hundred and twenty eight and two thirds and twenty two. Which would put him at four hundred and thirty four and a third, I believe. Goodness. And then one hundred and eighty four and two thirds this year to round out the to round out his twenty twenty three campaign. That's horse but, stuff, dude. Yes, big picture. They wouldn't be in this position as a franchise without his his uh, contribution on the bump as a horse the last few years. But specifically this year, you're not like, yeah, this is a tough blow, but you're not you're not missing a whole lot from him. Yeah, with the way this year's gone. Yeah, like it's, I don't know. Like I said, I mean, you've seen guys like this that can that can yeah. absolutely like just wipe away what they did during the regular sure. season with a good postseason starter too. And I'm certainly not implying that they're somehow better off without Sandy, but like it could have come at a worse time. Like the this this kind of news could have if they were in this position last year that's backbreaking for sure yeah. but like this year 
You've had some other guys step up, like mm-hmm. Lazardo has been throwing really well, um, and some others. But I, either way, even with or without him, I just don't know if you have the pitching. I'm not interested in seeing them in it, just because I don't think they're going to do anything with the opportunity. You could argue the same for the Cubs, though. The Diamondbacks are one of those teams where it's like they could be spoiler. They could be last year's Phillies. Like, I think they're good enough to to get on a special kind of run. Yep, I agree. They're equipped. I like the Cubs, but they're not. I like the Marlins, but they're not. Yeah, but then who who rounds out that that wildcard trio? Because you I don't know, the but I mean that... And- it doesn't matter because whoever's in that last spot's going to get absolutely stomped on, right? I mean, by the, the Brewers, Brewers aren't the Brewers aren't great, but they're they're good enough to. But see, to that's the that's own... the question. That's the question: is are either of those teams capable of just somehow scraping by against the Brewers. Like that's I mean, that, I think the Cubs have a better shot just being in the division. I don't know what sure. their matchups on the year have been like. Um I don't know if I have those. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, I mean you would have I mean that's that's got to be a best case scenario if you're one of these three, or I guess technically, well yeah, three like Cubs, Marlins, Reds. Although again, I think the Reds are a little bit out of it. Um, or five and five, or even the D-backs if they're in that five and five of, against each other. They Cubs, Brewers. That's got to be best case if you're any one of these teams: D-backs, Cubs, Marlins, whoever ends up with that third spot. And you're telling me all I got to do is beat out the Brewers in the best of three? Please. Yes. I'll take that. I'll take that. It's doable. Definitely doable. Ten times out of ten. But um, I did see, which I don't even know how this is mathematically possible. Looking at the other, looking at the Braves and Dodgers, I saw, did I read this right, that there's the number one seed is still up in the air for the NL. Mm-hmm. I think you did. That's a that's what three and a half games. So the Braves would have to lose out, basically. Ultimately, lose out. Yeah. Which I mean, they went on a skid earlier. Only four and six in their last ten. And who did we say the Braves have left? Braves have three against the Cubs, three against the Nats. Yeah, I think they're okay there. Dodgers have Rockies, Giants. Who's this now? Dodgers. Dodgers. Never know. Yeah, that's... eh. I, we can safely say the Braves have that locked up. Um, any other talking points we have here that we haven't touched on already? We've looked at the West. We've looked at the NL Wild Card. Everything else is pretty much, for the most part. But I mean, we're we're unfortunately at that point of the year where things haven't been solidified. Yeah. Simply because the math still exists. But like the reality sure. is that a lot more of these things are are coming into a clear picture. Right. And are pretty much all but locked up, but we gotta wait it out another day or two before more pieces start falling into place. But big picture here, you're still looking at the West for the American League. You're still looking at the National League wildcard. Um And like I said, for us, we're just we're just hoping. This is this point at this point, Philly's got that spot locked up. Essentially, 
And uh, if you are going to be, if you're going to be in town for a possible game three in Philly, hit us up. If you're going to be in town for a possible game one or game two in Baltimore for the DS, hit us up. We will be there. Um, I think that I was looking at uh, the article that we were kind of reading through a little bit just with like names that uh, <clears throat> could be holding down some either records or taking away certain titles. Looks like Corey Seager probably taking the AL batting title. Got a five-point average lead over Yandy Diaz. Uh, Gossman and Pablo Lopez really coming down the stretch for the strikeout title in the AL. Freddie Freeman is looking like he's knocking on the door for 60 doubles this year. What? That's stupid. Dodger, uh, Dodger legend, Freddie Freeman. Dodger yep. legend, yeah. Uh, Bobby Witt, I think, is right there for a 30-50. Friend of the pod, Bobby Witt. He's got 29 jacks, 48 stolen bases. Mookie Betts, single season leadoff home run record. I put out a post. I don't know if you saw that. I put, I did, you know, every time the the season is long. Okay. So on the occasional post that I try to stir the pot a little bit, just don't like, don't even, don't even trip. Don't even (laughs) just understand that. Like, I, I feel like I've earned the right to just stir the pot from time to time. I try not to do, I try not to wear it out. But every now and then I like stirring the pot a little bit. But I, I put out that post over the weekend. Uh, I think it was Saturday night when he uh it it was RBI related. Yeah, okay. Mookie Betts now has the most RBIs in a single season by a major league leadoff hitter with 105. And then the people just went after it because my caption <laughs> I, just, I simply said, I simply said Mookie Betts is having an MVP caliber season. Caliber, I think caliber. is the key word there. Caliber. Yeah. And that's that's factually correct. I because agree. you put you put his He's, season he'll up. He'll be top three in votes. He'll be top three in votes. You put his season up against previous MVP winners. He's right. It's not like this year's an anomaly. Like this season right. plays across the board year after year. Yeah. And that's all I said. I said he is having an MVP caliber season. And the people just take a wild guess at which platform the people just went off on. Facebook. Yeah. A rather, rather tame, rather tame platform. Yeah. <laughs> Some somebody said he's having a great se-, or I every now and then if I have to explain myself on a post on Facebook, I'll just I'll just put a like a I'll comment, not to mm-hmm. anybody in particular, but I'll just put a comment and it usually sits at the top since mm-hmm. it's coming from the original poster. And I said, some of you don't understand the difference between MVP and MVP caliber. And it shows <laughs> And one guy responded, he's having a great season, but you posted this to stir the pot. Pretty simple. And then I just posted a gif of Michael Scott, giving the old thumbs up. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I like, there's no need to, no need to freak out, but also, you can't hate on the season that Mookie Betts is having. Yeah, it's okay to acknowledge. The heck, man. I will say, I mean, overall, I think it's uh, it's pretty cool to see, like last year, Judge getting the home run feet, and then Acuna doing the something this year that like we've never seen before. I mean athletically you can argue this is sorry it's one of the best years of all time are we talking to Cunha here yeah yeah how do you feel because i i've i've kind of come to my own conclusion on this season for him i think if you're looking at the season that ronald Cunha jr is having you can 
acknowledge that, yes, he's having an insane season, one unlike we've seen before. Assuming he gets to 40-70, literally has never been done before. But you can also embrace fans. I believe in you. I know you're capable of doing this. <laughs> Sometimes your comments make me question it, but I know you're intelligent. I know you're intelligent. You can look at the year he's having and go, wow, this is unlike anything we've seen before. But it's also coming on the heels of a pretty, pretty drastic rule change or series of mm. rule changes. Mm-hmm. That are we just going to say as a coincidence right, that it lined right. up that way? It's okay to recognize like, yeah, he's having a great year. He deserves the MVP because yeah. and, and as a Braves fan, if you're saying, in my opinion, nobody's even close, not even Mookie, that's fine. But like, let's not just, let's not pretend like all of a sudden that this season just comes up out of nowhere. Yeah. I see what you're saying. And it's like, wow, that's incredible. Like, no, yeah. it very conveniently came on the heels of yeah. some pretty like you can't in, say impactful it's, rule changes. You can't just say it's something we've never seen before without dropping the nugget that we've never seen these rules before. They go hand in hand. There's I a saw reason somebody, why we have we're gonna have multiple fifty stolen base guys. Correct. I saw somebody I saw somebody comment the other day, they're like I'm like, I don't know. I don't know where these people's heads are at. He was like, that doesn't, in response to like the whole rule change argument, they're like, that doesn't even make sense. It's not like making the bases bigger shortens the distance between bags. And I'm like, that's exactly what it means. <laughs> my friend, that's exactly what it does. These are the people that you have to entertain when you're yeah. going when you're having these debates on social media. Bigger bases, pitch clock, limited pickoff moves. That all that all comes into play. All comes into play. But either way, it's incredibly impressive. I I just I think when it comes to like seeing a five tool player do five tool things and. That's what I'm most excited about. I think that's what Braves fans are excited about is that we've seen five tool guys before, but you don't see five tool results. If that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. Um, we're getting it again. It's super refreshing. Super refreshing. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan of Acuna. I think what he's doing this year, as I said extremely extremely special but i can also be a realist here and recognize like the timing of it all i can realize the implications of what was done to the game prior to the start of this year and i can you can put two and two together and say well i don't yeah. i don't think this is a coincidence um but again special special year um is there anything else we need to cover? We're a week out from this thing being wrapped up. Season ends Sunday. So looking ahead, we will... I'm going to be out of town starting Thursday. Well, technically Wednesday. We, we fly out for a wedding Wednesday night. So the next you'll hear from us, hopefully... Hopefully I won't have to record from inside a car, a rental car again. Um, hopefully next time you hear from us will be Thursday, normal time. And then for the rest of the way out, it's going to be, we're trying to figure this out. The wild, the series with the wild card series would start on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Which means we should hopefully be able to get to you guys Monday. Got some things going on Monday. We're actually flying back in Monday. So all I have to say, hopefully you hear from us Thursday, normal time Monday, and then you get in on Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. And based on how the wild card matchups go or shake out, we would either be getting to you guys Thursday or possibly Friday if we have to make a trip to Philly. 
or elsewhere. Who knows? Maybe we'll call an audible. I don't even know what that would look like, but a lot's still up in the air for us as well. So we'll see. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm curious to see. I yeah, we need we need D backs to hopefully hold this spot. Hopefully take one game out of that. What sucks is that I'm not gonna we're not gonna know. I'm still gonna be in the air. I'm gonna be That's in true. the air and I'm gonna land and find out if I get to go to a Phillies game or not. Which is super but I mean we've done this before. This happens all the time. It happens every year. We find ourselves in this situation. It seems yeah. like every time we travel, it's like something is is up in the air or it isn't. I've been doing this with the Yankees, you know. Since like 2017, show up at the hoping that there's a game or not. Just the way it is, baby. The way it is. Yeah. I don't so know what we'll, else we could pivot into, but we'll figure something out. We'll yeah. we'll we'll bring the content. If you're listening, don't worry. We'll we'll bring you something. Whether it's yeah. Philly, Baltimore, Atlanta, who knows. <sighs> Buckle up, though. Oh, boy. Buckle up. One week up. to go. Uh, we will see you guys. Unless you got anything else, we will see you guys. What did I say? Thursday? Sure. Sure. I'll be somewhere in Texas, but you'll you'll be hearing from us. <laughs> Ooh. Let's go. Don't go chasing curveballs. Love you all. And as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.